It's Talk of the Town, 95.1 The Peak. Good morning to you. One thing that is always cheery and sunshine is uh, what's happening over in the township of Clareview. And we have Amanda Murray joining us on the line to tell us all about that. Good morning, Amanda. Hey, good morning, Mel. Thanks so much for having me on on this morning. Let's talk about all the wonderful things that have been going on in Clareview Township. Right now, for the last few months, it has been all celebration for the small halls. It has been. This is actually going to be my last time to talk about the Small Halls Festival in the new format that we switched to, which was a festival series. We've had sold-out shows almost every weekend since the middle of September, which I'm so proud of all of our halls, our volunteers, and of course our longtime supporters and people who bought tickets. Um, But coming up on October 22nd, this Saturday, we do have one more show that still has tickets available, and it's called The Staged Reading of the Pigeon King, and that's taking place at the Dunedin Village Hall. So explain to uh, those who aren't sure what, uh, you know, a staged reading is all about. What are they going to be able to expect? So a staged reading typically includes all of the actors plus the director and the playwright. And they actually do a rehearsed read-through of the play. So unlike a, a normal theater where the actors would be moving around and there would be stage sets, this is just a really unique take on Uh, reading through the play. And The Pigeon King is such a great story. I'm going to give, I'm not going to give it away. I really want people to come out and take a look, but it's actually um, based on a true story that happened just near Gray County, where an investor came up and tried to convince farmers to to have pigeons on their chicken farm. Oh, which is really interesting. It's a kind of a cool story. And the play, um, the playwright, she is uh, local to, um, South Georgian Bay area, I guess you could say, from Gray County. And uh, she was inspired to write about this uh, this true story of um, all these farmers that may have got duped or maybe not. It's hard to say. So I guess we'll have to just find out when we watch the show on Saturday. So the VIP dinner is sold out. Um, so that was uh, that's actually really great. That's going to have Chef Leona Nyman um, doing the dinner portion. But there are still tickets for the show only. So happy that many of our events have been selling out. And as I've told you and so many of our audience listeners, all the money raised stays at these small halls. This is really a way for them to generate those much needed funds to keep the doors open and to help with their accessibility and their renovations and upgrades moving forward. So it's great to have all these sold out shows and be able to know that all that money stays right in those small hamlets and villages that are home to these cute small halls. Absolutely. And the fact that we are working towards keeping these small halls and making them more accessible so more people can be able to come and enjoy, uh, you know, the sold out shows if they get the tickets fast enough. Let's talk a little bit about uh, small halls and, and just how it you have changed it to be more of a, of a, a festival, a monthly festival Will you do that again? Has this been been a success, something that's going to carry on for for years to come? Yeah, that's a great question. Our feedback so far has been overwhelming. People love the new format. The old Small Halls Festival was traditionally on the weekend before Thanksgiving, and that's just such a busy time of year for everybody. And they many of our guests weren't able to go out and go from hall to hall and really experience everything that the Small Halls Festival had to offer. 
So I really think that the new format, expanding it over several um, months, so September right through till November, has allowed our guests to go to multiple events. And clearly that's obvious by all of the sold out shows. Um, But also to give each of the halls a real weekend to shine. So I know the volunteers in Dunedin right now are working really hard, making sure that hall looks amazing for everybody coming in. It was evident during our kickoff on September 10th with the chicken races out at Duntroon. Yes. Um, our events that are happening at all the halls, it, it really has worked out. We will be doing a festival survey for all of our ticket holders. So that's going to be hitting their email inbox uh, pretty shortly. And that's going to be a time to really get some of that more detail and, and more feedback to make sure that we can move forward with this. But our volunteers are also really enjoying it. It means that they can pick the weekend that is best suited for them in the hall um, while also being able to go out and experience those other events. So I think overall it's been very successful and we'll know more about the final like financials as the year comes to end. But again, all the money raised stays at the halls and I think giving them a dedicated day or a dedicated weekend has definitely been an advantage. I love that. Excellent. Well, Pigeon King, thank you. one show left for you to be able to take part uh, in the Small Halls Festival. If someone wants tickets, they want to get more information, Amanda, what's the best way to do it? For sure, it's smallhallsfestival.ca. That's where our tickets are on sale. You can also sign up to be a volunteer. Uh, We're going to be kicking that off in March of 2023. So lots of opportunities. Just follow smallhallsfestival.ca. You can also find Discover Clearview on Facebook and Instagram. We've been speaking with Amanda Murray from the Township of Clearview. Thank you so much, as always, for joining us on Talk of the Town. You have a great day. Thanks so much.